you need to take advantage of the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier 3-Pack. Everyone loves the Thunderstorm. It doesn't take up any floor space, there are no filters to replace, and it's only one-third the cost of those big, bulky air purifiers. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and use discount code HOWIE. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. What makes you think that Hamas would comply with a longer-term ceasefire? It's not clear to me from the reporting um, who was to blame for... Now, neither side is willing to come back to the table. And I think it's important to remember, George, how this fell apart. It fell apart because Hamas... Well, well, well. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Able to find a nexus between any of the allegations of Hunter Biden Mm -hmm. and the president, uh, Joe Biden, or even when he was vice president, Joe Biden. There's no nexus. There's no there there. This one was invented by a writer. Who's your captain? Howie Carr. And by the way, with other movies and movies, she's earned the Golden Globe and a primetime enemy. Enemy. That's me. He said it! He said it! Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. Welcome back to the Howie Carr Show, 844-500-4242. Howie has the day off. He'll be back tomorrow. I'm Taylor Cormier, Howie's executive producer, filling in for Howie today and glad to be doing so. We're talking last hour about uh, just the tail end about the uh, COP28 summit. John Kerry going to Dubai, a very ironic uh, move to hold this conference in Dubai. Again, where where all the riches from fossil fuels come to play, uh, calling for the elimination of every coal plant on the planet Earth. Of course, you know, he only has say here in the United States. And for how long? Who's to say? I mean, is is. Biden going to get voted out this uh, this coming election, and thus goes the uh, the office of the climate envoy. Or does uh, any number of these senators or or congressmen, or women interested in Kerry's budget and his his office, his staffing, and how much money is being used by him, and and all of these resources that he's taking up, are they going to open up any formal investigations or? inquiries into his what has been so far very secretive uh, office environment could he be gone before biden's term is up that's that's to remain remains to be seen but he only has say for right now what's going on in the united states of america so but he's speaking on behalf of the entire planet that that Every single coal plant should be shut down. Meanwhile, as as we were talking about earlier, China is ramping up production on their coal plants and any any type of fossil fuel plant, more energy, more production, more profit. And the same can be said in the opposite for the United States. Fewer coal plants, fewer fossil fuel plants, fewer product, fewer output, fewer profit. It's it's not a winning agenda. It is something that is completely antithetical to what the United States once was. We, we sought out these, these new ways of energy and production, and each one we found along the way was more profitable, more efficient, and more uh, lucrative for 
I mean, and it just, again, efficiency is what it was all about. We, we went from whale oil to uh, fossil fuels within a matter of decades. Uh, I mean, the oil industry killed whaling, and that's what it was supposed to do because the fossil fuels that we had harnessed, the energy from that, it was so much more efficient than sending out vessels across the world to hunt down whales and harvest their their oil and their their blubber and whatnot but it's it's like whaling has come back in a new form it's it's wind and it's solar these completely inefficient means of harvesting energy presumably for free these are some of the most expensive technologies that we've implemented and they're not nearly as efficient as fossil fuels, yet we're going to reduce our dependence on fossil fuels and increase our dependence. I mean, talk about digitizing and electrifying the uh, the grid to such a point where it's so much easier to be hacked. But we have problems now with pipelines where, remember, uh, I believe it was last year, there was a pipeline along the East Coast that was hacked and they they froze. They basically stopped the oil flowing on that pipeline until they paid these hackers uh, however many millions of dollars in order to release the oil and continue that pipeline. You do that to the entire grid when you are producing uh, what is basically an, ele- an electrified renewable source that relies on a, a completely electrified means of, of harnessing that that energy. You're relying on solar panels and computer uh, equipment to control those panels. Uh, there's there's ways of getting into and accessing everything. And we have not gotten to the point here in the United States where we are immune to cyber attacks. They happen all the time. I mean, look at Las Vegas earlier this year. They had casinos, entire casinos being hacked, being held hostage, basically. Uh, people couldn't get rooms. They, they, couldn't, uh, they couldn't gamble. They, uh, it was... Some of these casinos were were just limping, getting by on whatever few means of entertainment and profit that they could eke out at that that point in time until they paid off whoever was holding them hostage. The more you digitize, the more you electrify, the more you uh, rely on unmanned means of harvesting energy, and this could be applicable to any uh, uh, industry, the more you go that route, the more you have to fortify your, I mean, the, the profits that you would have been making go to security. And that security has to keep improving every single day because there's always new ways of hacking. Um, anybody that has gone through basic training and, and gone a little past that, especially in the Air Force, can tell you if you're in like some of their cyber operations, they're means of, I'm not giving out any state secrets here, their means of improving their security is by having two competing trainee teams try to hack each other's programs. And they have to increase their security each time they come under an attack and plug up that, uh, you know, whatever means they use to hack. Uh, It's always evolving. And there's always going to be a market for security. And my point being, you you have to 
take the profits and, and all of that profitability goes away and you're, you continue to make yourself as a nation more vulnerable when you unify and electrify and digitize your grid. I don't see it ending well. 844-500-4242. But John Kerry seems to think that's the way to go. Uh, Steve, you're next on the Howie Carr Show. Go ahead, Steve. Hi, Taylor. Uh, You had mentioned about John Kerry that uh, he must not be aware of all the work and the expense we've done to to clean up our coal-fired plants. I would submit to you that he knows fully well, but their agenda... Uh, doesn't account for that, and he knows that about 50% of the people is just going to listen to what he says and they're going to believe him. If you recall, in 2011, Obama said, and there's a quote out there, this is a paraphrase, of course, of course prices for energy are going to skyrocket. That's my policy. And the idea right. is they don't care about us. They don't care about you. They've got their agenda, and we they're not stupid. That's the problem. They're not stupid. They are plotting this. I'm not a conspiracy guy. No, no, I know, Steve. Thank you very much for the call. You're you're exactly right. I mean, you don't even have to look any further back than Joe Biden, who said it himself, that he was going to end fossil fuels during his presidency. Told that in, I believe he said that in New Hampshire to uh, a very young female who was in attendance at his uh, campaign event, one of the few people in attendance at one of his campaign events. He told her that he was going to end fossil fuels as we know them. And it, that, that agenda continues. Uh, let, let's listen to Hillary Clinton. I haven't heard this cut before, but uh, this is her saying that we now have a running tally of people who are expiring because of increasing temperatures or whatever the, uh, the uh, disaster du jour is. Cut three. We're seeing uh, and beginning to pay attention and to count and record uh, the deaths that are related to climate, and by far the biggest killer is extreme heat. I mean, even in Europe last summer, which uh, has the ability to count and figure out what happened, they recorded 61,000 deaths because of the heat in Europe. We don't have that kind of number yet from Africa, Asia, Latin America, but we know and estimate that we probably uh, could uh, measure about 500,000 deaths. And the majority of those are women and girls, and particularly pregnant women. How do they... I'm at such a loss. How do you tally these? I mean, these are the same people that were counting COVID deaths, okay? Every death was a COVID death. It was completely overcounted. There was barely anybody that died of COVID. They died mostly with COVID. Um, how do you quantify and qualify a a heat death and attribute that not to exposure and lack of common sense, but to climate change solely and specifically, as if the hand of God came down and smote that one person, and that was immediately added to the tolls of climate deaths. I don't get it. Uh, Do we have a toll of deaths of child laborers digging for things needed for batteries for electric cars? That's a very good point. That's a very, very good point. That's a climate-related death. How many many people have died, uh, you know, getting cobalt for uh, all of these... uh, 
electric vehicles, the, the ion, the, the, I, the, the batteries that are needed to run these vehicles. How many have, have died mining the minerals for solar panels? That's a that's an extremely good point. I guess those could be counted as climate deaths because that was the modus operandi for mining these minerals in the first place. If we didn't have climate change, Jared, we wouldn't have to uh, electrify our grid and digitize it and uh, get to all of these solar panels and, and uh, windmills online. We just wouldn't have to do that. 844-500-4242. We shall take a break and take your calls after the break. Full lines right now, and we'll get to them right after this. Omaha Steaks is fantastic. My, uh, well, I should say our anniversary. My wife and I, my wife's and I anniversary was just a few weeks ago, and I uh, spared no expense. We got Omaha Steaks filet mignons. On the arm from the Howie Car Show. <laughs> but they were fantastic. Hey, I had to grill them outside. It was cold. But they were fantastic. And we had the uh, the side of uh, scalloped mashed potatoes, the uh, scalloped potatoes, uh, individually portioned. They were awesome. I mean, the, the flavor from the steaks, they come with their own seasoning. But I would argue you really don't need that much. The, the taste of the steak is just so pure. And it's such a great experience. Just a little bit of salt is all anybody needs. Imagine giving that gift to somebody else for Christmas. The holidays are here. Let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gifting. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Go to omahasteaks.com and save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code Howie at checkout, get an additional $30 off your order. Send tender, juicy, butcher's cut filet mignons. That's what we had for our anniversary a few weeks back. Mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks. The burgers and the hot dogs are terrific as well. Or even easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. And the desserts are fantastic, too. The uh, caramel apple tartlets are fantastic. This offer won't last long. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away, so shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code Howie at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Every time somebody is at a, a barbecue or something, they'll be reminded and tell someone else, hey, you know, my friend got me Omaha Steaks. You got to try them. They're fantastic. I don't see any here. You need some. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use promo code HOWIE at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. I'm Taylor Cormier. This is the Howie Car Show. The Howie Car Show returns after this. Howie Carr is back. Welcome back to the Howie Carr Show, 844-500-4242. Today's poll question is brought to you by MyPillow. 
Howie loves my pillows products. He sleeps with their pillows. He wears their slippers. He dries off with their towels. Now you can enjoy all of their products with great discount by discounts by using the code Howie at mypillow.com from pillows, towels, slippers, and even their Giza dream sheets. Go to mypillow.com and use code Howie for amazing discounts. Jared, what's today's poll question and what are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is have you ever lied on a college application or job resume? I'm going to be totally transparent, like uh, unlike many of our poll takers today, but I, I am saying yes, I have. 11% say yes now, up to 89%. Oh, so even that. more liars. Even have, more liars. Yeah, even more liars have said that, uh, no, I've never lied on anything in my life. Come on. It's, we'll get into it a little bit later in the show. We'll, we'll ask the audience what they have or have not lied about, but I really don't believe these numbers whatsoever. 844-500-4242. Ralph, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Ralph. Yeah, I just want, hey, oh, sorry, future captain. Uh, just wanted to relate to the fact that Burlington, Vermont, and their city council have, like, pushed for, like, losing gas, losing all that beautiful, you know, my gas range. You know, now it's electric. So the oh, so they, they've they made that push a, already. They, they've you know, gone from... Power plant. They've gone from gas lines, and they've cut those off, and they've pushed you towards electric. So they have a McNeil power plant that runs a lot of electricity in Burlington, and it's run by wood. And they're using it to prop up UVM, one of the biggest places. It's a wood, excuse me, it's a wood-fired power plant? What's that? Did you say it's a wood-fired power plant? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The McNeil Power Plant in Burlington generates a boatload of electricity, and they're going to try to transfer it and make it into a, a heat source for Groovy Uvi in Burlington, which runs like half, half the town. But the idea is, long story short, the same city council that defunded the police wants to take away your rights, take a, you know, start mitigating all the climate, you know, but they're hypocrites because they're relying on the, um, the wood. Right. I mean, it's like, it's like anything else. As long as there's no direct correlation, Ralph, between them and, I mean, they can take the gas stove out of your house, but you can't take away what's powering that gas stove, and you can't take away its energy source, but you can remove it from view. It's like that, that picture of Kamala Harris from Thanksgiving. She had the gas stove in, in her kitchen or whoever's kitchen she was in at the time. Um, it's like uh, owning, owning any uh, of these big tech products that you see that, that come from overseas, uh, you know, China, all the child labor stuff. As long as you're not seeing it happening – but you're still a member, uh, you bought the product, you have it in your hand, you wear the shoes, whatever it might be, you're still profiting off of that, but you're not directly connected to it. So that, in their mind, completely expunges them of any guilt. Not that anybody should feel any guilt about uh, owning uh, an Apple phone or a Samsung, whatever it might be. You're not the, the company in charge of it, and you, certainly it's not everybody's crusade to, to uh, you know take down this, this terrible practice. 
but you can't you can't claim one thing and then still utilize the benefits of said thing and say that you're completely guilt-free about it. You're not. It's just out of your mind. We'll be back. Plenty more calls to get to, plenty more things to talk about. I'm Taylor Cormier. This is The Howie Car Show. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Welcome back to The Howie Car Show, 844-500-4242. By the way, if you're looking to get somebody something special for Christmas, head over to HowieCarshow.com, click store. Something for everybody, a t-shirt, a, uh, a book by Howie Car, Paperboy, read all about it. Uh, get somebody their training in the firearms classes through Cape Gunworks with a cheap bastard deal at HowieCarshow.com. That's still up there. You can take advantage of that. Some restaurants that you can take advantage of. All kinds of stuff. Even Kennedy Babylon still up there on the site. Whatever you want, it's there at HowieCarshow.com. Click store. 844-500-4242. Bob, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Bob. Yeah, Joe, thanks for taking my call. Sure. I called I called in earlier to talk about lying on an application. Yeah, go ahead. And many years ago, I'm an older guy right now, uh, 1964, I got out of the military, and I was living in Louisville, Kentucky. And I was looking for a job, and I went to Allstate Insurance. And I told them that I was a graduate of Rutgers University with a business degree. And I was well-dressed and interviewed well, and they hired me. They never checked on me, and I did a great job. It was nothing more than interviewing people, taking pictures, uh, submitting uh applications to the company and it lasted for quite a while so what never, were you just like an adjuster or? an insurance investigator yeah, okay wow yeah and they never they never questioned anything about me you know <laughs> i mean how, how aside from calling up the school and asking for your transcript which is you know takes up somebody's time and which can be very valuable there there was no other way of checking up on you i mean it's it's I think it's harder to get away with things today, but people oh, misrepresent absolutely. people misrepresent themselves so often. I think it's just kind of an accepted fact that this is probably not a uh, a completely truthful resume or, or application. Thanks for sharing that, Bob. Appreciate it. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two, and we'll talk about that later on in the show. We'll get some some more details from that study that was conducted, showing that thirty four percent of white people, uh, college applicants, they they lie on their their application mainly about their ethnicity, which is, it's pretty funny. It's come full circle from the professors doing that, <clears throat> Elizabeth Warren, uh, to the students now having to do that in order to assure themselves the entry. And I mean, that's that's kind of, the the college application process has created that monster. They had that uh, that lawsuit, and I think that's still going on, um, of of Asians that were not being admitted to Harvard because of their ethnicity. They said they didn't want to accept any more Asian students. They didn't come out right and say it, but it was, it was very heavily implied. So they've made ethnicity a big thing. That's, that's what affirmative action has done. Sean, you're next on the Howie Carr show. Go ahead, Sean. Hey Taylor, how's it going? Excellent. Hey, that's great. Uh, they didn't investigate the investigator. That's awesome. <laughs> but, uh, 
kind of goes to what like is going on right now. I mean, look in the South Coast and right in our backyard, right? They're willing to throw away the fishing industry, which is the backbone of our community, in order to, like, to basically put out this technology that's unproven. Uh, I don't know if you heard today, they just came out with a little science project that they're going to put at the South End, in the South End Beach. Of New Bedford, yes. Yeah, to test anchor bolts. And it's like, shouldn't they have done that before they started shipping out these turbines and putting them up? Isn't that, shouldn't that work have done beforehand? It just shows you that, like, all of this is a cash grab. Let's get it up. Let's do it as quick as possible. Let's fill our pockets. I mean, the same thing. When I grew up, right, we were trying to get rid of the paper. It was like, let's get plastic, right? Uh, let's, uh, we're chopping down the rainforest, all of that. Now we're back to let's get rid of the plastic because it's polluting our oceans. And who cares about the rainforest? Bring on the paper again. It's ridiculous. It's like the craziest thing, yet nobody wants to see it for what it is. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's a huge cash grab, and it's it makes the the politicians look good because they're, um, you know, supposedly providing jobs through welcoming in these companies to their uh, their electorate and saying, oh yeah, we'll we'll train you up for these jobs, and uh, you'll be able to go out there and maintain these windmills and uh, wind turbines, I guess they call them, and uh, you know it'll be a great boon to the economy. But meanwhile, you're putting an entire, as you said, Sean, an entire industry out of work. I mean, one of the largest uh, processing plants in New Bedford, fish processing plants, closed up, shut down, and and moved out. They're gone uh, because the industry as is dying of. I'd say a slow death, but it's it's a relatively fast death. They've been arguing this for years, but uh, the the powers that be are putting the the city's entire future on this this one industry and killing off what has been the bread and butter for the city for forever. I mean, the the city was founded on uh, its its harbor access, uh, and and now we're just it's it's just drying up right before our eyes. It's very sad, and it's it's not just uh, places like New Bedford. I mean, uh, I'm sure there are other communities out there that are seeing the same thing. Uh, because the environmentalists are saying that the fish are drying up. And, you know, there may be some truth to that. Uh, I've always been of the camp that fish are a migratory species and they have the ability to swim. And uh, maybe they're not always in the same spot that you go to. Take an afternoon out in the lake and see how how, uh, that theory plays out. Uh, Go fishing. But, you know, what do I know? 844-500-4242. Tom, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Tom. Yeah, thank you for taking my call. Hey, um, with regards to coal-fired power plants, number one, China has well over 1,100 coal-fired power plants, and they do not, their government does not require them to place scrubbers on them. It's voluntary. Right. All right. Our government back in the mid-'80s passed what was called the Clean Air Act. I'm a retired union electrician. I worked at a coal-fired power plant in West Virginia, Lumberport, West Virginia, the Harrison Power Plant, putting scrubbers that basically remove the particulates when the coal is burned. And John John Kerry knows this, all right? And people in the environmental movement know this. And China right now is planning to build more coal-fired power plants up to 2050, more than the rest of the world combined. 
we are not the bad guy. Well, uh, I mean, here's going to use the argument. And here's here's the the perfect uh, analogy here, Tom. I was just talking about the fishing industry, and they used to have this thing called the catch share system. I, I think they may still have it in place, which is your your fleet could buy a certain amount of shares, and that would entitle you to bring in. Um, the, uh, a catch based on how many shares you have. So all of these bigger fleets, Tom, they were buying up more shares, and it got to be this corrupt thing. In fact, somebody went to jail for it, the Codfather, uh, they called him, um, because they, they had this entire scheme going to buy up all these catch shares. And when, you know, another fishing fleet, a smaller fleet went out of business, they would swallow up their shares, buy them up and and grow. And, and pretty soon you had a monopoly on this industry until the codfather went to jail and all those shares were, I think, distributed. But I mean, China is doing exactly what the catch share system is. We're here in America giving up our coal-fired power plants. We're giving up our emissions and and shifting over to the, this cleaner energy so that our percentage of emissions, harmful emissions, so-called, goes down. China sees that and sees, all right, we can keep those emissions and, and transfer them over here and gobble up the profits that the United States decided to completely eviscerate themselves of. And nobody would be the wiser because it's not going to have a net impact on the environment. Not that they give a rat's, you know, what about the environment, but the numbers stay the same and they don't have to do anything because they're not beholden to anybody, Tom. No, and, and, and the reality is, is that if, you know, number one, the progressive mindset in this country is, is this, that, well, because we polluted the environment for well over 150 years, Okay. Therefore, China has a developing economy. They get to do the same thing. All right. So if we use that same mindset, let's take the topic of slavery. Well, uh, they had African slave trades for what, 2000 years ever since the Romans? We only had it for a couple of hundred years. Right. So by rights, if we use that same mentality, we, we should still be having slaves in this country. And, and to me, it just shows of where liberalism I don't know where liberals in this country stop critically thinking, but at some point, if, if, if you really do believe that there is man-made climate change, all right, because of fossil fuels, then everybody has to be on the same page and everybody has to do the same thing. And that is not what these uh, climate agreements are about. The Kyoto no, it's I mean it's all it's all made up, Tom. I think we all realize that. And I use I use the other analogy every time we talk about this, especially in the span of time that uh, humanity has has been here. Now, and if you have say say the entirety of the Earth, based on you know well learned people's estimation of how old the Earth is, say that is um, equated to the height of the Empire State Building. That's the Earth's history is the Empire State Building. Humanity, according to these well-learned, educated people, uh, humanity's existence only accounts for the thickness of a sliver of a postage stamp compared to the rest of the Empire State Building. And to think that we, in that small sliver of, of time, and a, a very much more insignificant amount of which have we been in, an industrialized planet that we have had such a catastrophic impact on this planet's environment 
that we're going to be entering some sort of apocalyptic scenario within the next couple of decades is absurd. You'd have to be a moron to believe that. Thanks very much for the call. 844-500-4242. Pete, thanks for hanging on. You're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Pete. Afternoon, Taylor. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, so the way I understand it, uh, we've already given $6 billion to uh, Iran through the current administration. And now, from what I understand, through different sources, is that we've also given them $10 billion more money. And so my question is, at what point do we stop uh, giving money to enhance the uh, industrialized military complex? And at the same time, my other question is, was that in an ominous spending bill, or is that something that Joe Biden decided uh, to uh, do through executive order? The other thing, if it was passed through some bill hidden, hidden in a bill, the Republicans are involved, and they're just as corrupt as the, as the Democrat side of the uh, both houses. You tell me, Taylor. Uh, well, I think most of the stuff that he does like that is, is just through fiat. But, I mean, since his – I was just reading earlier today, Pete. Since his administration, over $100 billion has flowed into Iran's coffers. And even today, you had um, – People like John Kirby saying that Iran is known to be a state, you know, they're a state sponsor of terror, yet we're funneling all of these billions and billions of dollars into Iran. I don't get it. Uh, Is it because we want peace in the Middle East? Because this is one twisted way to get it, continuing to sponsor terrorism uh, and funneling money through Iran that goes to Hamas, that goes to Hezbollah, all of these other offshoot terrorist organizations and targeting Israel, targeting Americans, targeting Europe. It's, I, I, I don't, I don't understand it, Pete. It is, uh, and the fact that Biden takes no, I mean, he takes some responsibility in the way that he thinks that this is all because of this weird railroad that he wanted built in the Middle East. He's, he's out of his element. Eight four four five hundred. 4242. Thanks very much for the call, Pete. We'll be right back. More of your calls coming up. Raycon, a beloved sponsor of the Howie Car Show. I use my Raycons every single day on my way into work. When I go to the gym, when I'm doing yard work, I, I was hanging up, uh, I was fixing the Christmas lights that I'd hung up last week. I was fixing them this weekend. And along with me were my Raycons for the entire ride. Really got me in the Christmas spirit, and that's why I love products that help me find some peace during this hectic time of year. Raycon has everything from earbuds that let you take premium audio wherever you go to power tech products that make sure you never run out of charge. Raycon is here to make your everyday routine that much better this holiday season. You ever, maybe you left your charger at home or you don't have an extra one in the office and you ask around, do you have a, a charger for a, 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 an Android device? Do you have a charger for an iPhone? And every, No, every, everybody has the opposite of what you have. So your chargers are different. This, they have stuff that solves that problem over at buyraycon.com slash Howie. You've heard us talk about Raycon's products before. Raycon has made a name for themselves in the audio space, but now they're venturing into other thoughtful uh, aspects of the uh, tech environment. 
They're known for delivering high-quality and thoughtful features at half the price of other premium tech brands. It's no wonder their products have racked up tens of thousands of five-star reviews. Hurry now to buyraycon.com slash Howie to get 15% off your entire Raycon order. That's site-wide. Perfect for last-minute gifts or to ring in the new year. That's buyraycon.com slash Howie to get 15% off Raycon products. Buyraycon.com slash Howie. I'm Taylor Cormier. This is the Howie Car Show. If you missed any part of the show, we've got you covered. You know what, guys? This could be a podcast. Subscribe to the Howie Car Radio Network on your preferred podcast platform and start listening to previous shows and exclusive podcast-only features. It's actually not a bad idea. The Howie Car Show is back. Welcome back to the Howie Car Show, 844-500-4242. Jared was just explaining to me off, off air that uh, George Santos has found himself a new job already. He's, he's going to be fine, folks. He's joined Cameo. This is a popular app site where you can request, uh, you know, one-minute videos or so from favored celebrities you send them what you want them to talk about, and they'll talk about it, all for a fee, of course. First, how much is George Santos charging? Do we know? I, I don't know. I haven't been able to find we'll, him. We'll find that out. But who was his first person to request <laughs> a, a cameo from Mr. Santos? So this was tweeted by Senator John Fetterman. Uh, he says, I thought my ethically challenged colleague at Bob Menendez and Jay could use some encouragement given his substantial legal problems. So I approached a seasoned expert on the matter to give Bobby from Jersey some advice. All right, let's roll the tape. Hey, Bobby. Uh, look, I don't think I need to tell you, but these people that want to make you get in trouble and want to kick you out and make you run away, you make him put up or shut up. You stand your ground, sir, and don't get bogged down by all the haters out there. Stay strong. Merry Christmas. did did george know who uh i mean he must have known who who this was for it is uh two hundred dollars that's not bad two hundred bucks oh yeah yeah, that's pretty reasonable for a cameo all right we're gonna have to get a merry christmas to the staff from santos (laughs) if anybody is looking for a christmas gift for jared nothing would make him happier than a cameo (laughs) from george santos from emma too or emma yeah exactly you guys can crowdfund for it absolutely 844-500-4242 dana you're next on the howie car show go ahead dana hi taylor hey Um, i just want to tell you up up here in maine the local radio stations are right in on the whole weather thing and we get a hot day up here in the summer and uh, it's about 102 or something they'll say this is the hottest day on this date in 140 years and that's supposed to alarm us but my question is what happened 140 years ago that made it that hot. Exactly. We didn't have a giant industrial revolution back then. No. I, I, I mean, you probably, you probably did have a pretty, pretty fairly industrialized portions of the world, but nowhere near the amount that it is today. I completely understand that point. And I'm always, yeah, I'm the same way when they, they say, oh, today's the coldest. Is, someday it's got to be the coldest. Someday it's got to be the hottest. It, that's, that's just how it works. I'm not phased by any... 
It's like these stats in the NFL that they come up with. This is the first person that's been a right-handed uh, fly fisherman that uh, has gotten a touchdown in the history of the NFL. This is the Howie Carr Show. Hey, Bobby. 